0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. My guest today is Kyla Uremchuk. Kyla is one of my best friends, a nurse at the Royal Alexandra Hospital in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. In this episode, we discuss her nursing journey and also we discuss the COVID 19 pandemic and the restriction. Enjoy the show and please welcome my guest, Kyla. <laughs> I'm doing well. Thank you for being here. How you stepped up, so thank you very much. Yeah. Well, oh, man, uh, I'm surprised I should have asked you sooner. <laughs> Going through all this, the people, man. my of course, Kyle and finally came over this weekend. Yeah, asked you. So, uh, it's, how's things been? How's the lockdown been? Oh,
1: uh, lockdown's been good. It's been very busy You're having a puppy. Yeah. But it's got yeah. us on our toes.
0: Yeah. Uh, we
1: yeah. <laughs> a lot at the hospital. That's been really busy.
0: Yeah, so, so you are, don't uh, no, 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 you are a nurse. Correct?
1: Yes, I am a nurse country.
0: Yeah, and what do you, guess, how many, have any, like, anything specialized in or anything like or a certain word, would love to be on? or.
1: Uh, so I work in a lot of surgery. I work at the Royal Adelaide Uh When I work at the U of A, I always work typically in trauma or I work in general surgery. And so we get people for surgery and the same area that I work in, in the Alex as well.
0: Oh yeah. And, uh, I guess what trauma is it's almost the same thing, or is trauma more like injury and
1: trauma more injury. So when I am working at the UN we do get tra- trauma patients, it's more like MVC, so like like car crashes or there've been unfortunately really sad to say if there have been a few attempted suicides during this time and we like get a few of that, it's all general trauma. So if like like if you were to get stabbed or shot or parts um, of so that's for sure. And then surgery is just more, more abnormal stuff. So if you have anything kind of like with your bowels or something like that, that's typically what general surgery patients are. And the Alex, um, the area that I work in is there would be oncology. So if you need anything done with your like cataract surgery or you get like a retina detachment or any type of like anywhere else in surgery, anywhere else there. Those are the places that I've been lost lately. But,
0: yeah, I took uh, I think I to take a lot of time I'm taking advanced first day, a little bit of biology and injuries.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and one thing I think I learned is it's called a hematoma. Bruise? So yes, just hematoma. Like a, a collection of uh, blood under uh-huh. the skin. I'm like so it's Now I'm like, when it's something I feel something weird, I'm like, oh, I hope it's not a hematoma. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's crazy. And um, did I tell you recently? I did uh, go to the hospital for something. abdominal No. It was uh, just after Halloween. Just after I got. Um tested for COVID, so I got sick free hops oh, all the weekend. Hand. And then the long weeks, like started Sunday for about two, three days in a row, I felt like a uncomfortable feeling in my left abdomen. And then a bit of pain on my whole left side. It's because I, I worked it wasn't hurting, so I still worked out and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and it, for a couple of days it's been there and I went to the hospital. Thankfully everything was fine. Um sometimes I get irritated if I if I'm waiting in a baseball or I'm sitting down. So
1: what she would
0: be right now. I that's feel, because um, I know they're, uh, the, I went to the Northeast, the one on Manning there, mm-hmm. and they're just switching over to the new computer software Oh, they're, they have Connect
1: Care there yeah. now. Oh, And I,
0: I feel like that's uh, making the time longer because you just have to wait for the extension to tell them to the next patient. So uh, I think I was sitting there, you know, it was being patient at my in and I was like, everything's up the urine test, I asked a couple of nurses, like, do you mind helping me? And they're like, no, we got to wait for this and this test, and then I was I, I was waiting up for so long, and YouTube had to take out your own IV. <laughs> so I started going back, and nurse team by Steve, like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm taking my IV out. <laughs> I'm happy with me. Yeah, I wouldn't have been either. Well, whenever I
1: do usually have patients that YouTube how to take their just kind of rip it out accidentally, or there's blood everywhere, <laughs> it's like a crime. Okay.
0: And then what? Uh, what got you into nursing originally? Because I know all these. Mm-hmm. At least 5, 10, 15 years ago. I think it still is, but it was a huge growing demand for nurses because we are in the shortage. And
1: it's one of those areas that, I, I don't know if it's what exactly drew me to nursing, but it's an area that I always knew that I would always have a job. Like, yeah. There's always going to be nurses that are needed. And so uh, growing up, all the jobs that I did work in, they were all in... And so I was always really liked helping people and even throughout high school, junior high, I really enjoyed bio classes. So anything that had to do with like the body and kind of like anatomy and all your cells and stuff, it was just always something that really interested me. And so I definitely would drew me to the area, just being customer service, like working on everything that I knew that I always wanted to do. And if I could integrate the biology component into it, which is what nursing does, it, does. But it just kind of fit perfectly.
0: And I know there's like almost well, there's many different types of nurses. So you can be like a psychology nurse. And, well, what's the difference between our like I think RN, registered nurse, and an LPN? I don't know that what's the LPN stand for.
1: As a licensed practical nurse, which is what I am, it's a they're a two-year diploma program, and so it's just two years. Whereas an RN, a registered nurse, they take a four-year degree, and so it's actually really funny because the LPN program now is the old diploma. Because way back in the I don't know how many years ago the RN used to be a two-year program, and then they had advanced it into a degree. So there are actually some are staying about a lot of schooling LPN with another degree title on top of it, but they and we money still so
0: <laughs> and is there any difference in what they're able to do with patients or there's this more they have more knowledge they may be able to do a bit more so that's why they get paid more or how it all work
1: so in their last in their last two years they learned a lot of research so you can go into more like it's more management more of a management leadership kind of role on the floor LPNs and RNs there isn't much of a difference now in terms of scope uh, especially in the beginning of this year they actually um I was i looking for it. They uh, rolled out new practices that, that I'll like, like blood. I didn't do that on the floor before. I didn't to mm-hmm. do it with me. Uh, nutrition. So there's like a specific type of nutrition. It's called T. And I was a lot of spike i a lot of spike spik- 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 it It's stuff that we learned. It's stuff that we learned. I don't know, it's uh, really interesting just like the urges that are put in yeah. place and it, it depends on the hospital so what you can do and signs are just that actually act step up like there's higher job, right? And so actually, just because the
0: education. I think we will have uh, you know, step first aid and then advanced first aid or first thing like, advanced <laughs> teacher told me he's like, at the end of this course, you're able to be able to uh, stab someone in the chest to infect their lung in Egypt <laughs> and like uh, especially the firefighters is are first on scene and then uh, he said, apparently all the you guys and right from they're the ones who get some depression, so, so when you're the, the guy who's not ventured, you've been there a while, you're not doing the compressions. No,
1: need. I've done compressions. It's exotic. It takes everything out of you. No. Like, going are really on top of the person, it, like, it's that's a lot.
0: Did you do it on, like, a patient or a patient? He was really
1: sick. It was actually very, because when he was admitted, and he went as well, but he was actually back to his home hospital, mm-hmm. and... He showed up earlier on, in, and uh, when they got there, he was a very action, so he needed a real stretcher to fit onto it. And so come, out grab this guy, and they didn't have the appropriate alcohol. They left. They had hours later, and it was they had just called the unit and said that they were coming to pick him up again. They'd be here in months or so, and the nurse took care of him. When uh, before before they show up to so, like pick up their patient, they usually need like a final, so you get spray that sort. Of thing. So they went into the room to do that. It was also an isolation room to boot, like completely down That's up true. and like, put on name, and yelled out, she's patient, isn't really, and it was fought, like, get anything done on him, with the blood pressure cuff on his arm, like, didn't even move, he was, like, and she yelled, when he call um, people will have one trying to mitigate the amount of codes that are in the hospital, because yeah. if there's something that's actually for a cold, we want to try to do that, and so, minute she was, like, he has this outside of the room, like, they have to do so on him, it's a hot oh, focus. it's I real, so, about, like, CPR at least five minutes, I would say, that's a lot of time. Oh. Right, I'm gonna do dude. You like, oh, you wait, wait questions
0: on this guy. Like, I'm in Got my gloves on, I'm dead. We'll wait, out of this guy. carrying for 11 minutes. Yeah. To to him, I said uh, back in another point. actually came straining majority of people said, 12 inches deep, and then basically back uh, the ribcage. This is the one There is a circle, you tell me a circle thing that they um, do, you, like, either have some there's no violence, basically, all at the least. So okay, I mean, because that out for three different people. Sorry, just keep them alive. Too. It, it
1: can, yeah, but it can be able to shock them. Typically, like CPR is just a try get it going. You're getting the blood flow to all the extremities. Like that's kind of the point. But so well, you can. But I find the morbidity rate is yes. pretty low. Rate. Like you've been working at the Alex. I wasn't. I didn't experience. It. Yeah. But um, some of my friends had, and they said that they had were able to successfully resuscitate this guy, and he went to ICU and died like hours later. And they did bring him back with his compressions. Like it was just crazy.
0: I don't know if feel worse or if, you know, I'm sure they both feel terrible, but they did bring something back and they later died.
1: Right. It depends why, too, like what the onset of what brought it on was. Like was it just one simple thing that had brought their heart to stop or was it a multitude of other diagnoses that yeah. kind of got
0: them through really Yeah, 100%. My, uh, my friend, uh, but basically, friend I grew up with and growing up across the street, my best friend's sister. She was a lifeguard at O'Leary, and uh, I believe there was someone who drowned one when, like, when she was on duty, and she was doing compressions, and yeah, nothing couldn't bring back. And she is now a uh, RN. I believe I don't know where, but I've to her in quite a well, while. But now she's a nurse. So she clearly didn't uh, didn't change her plan in No, but. definitely not. Um, but well, I just imagine I'm going to have to experience things, especially being high fired first time crashes, first on scene but
1: it's a
0: lot, a lot. Yeah. And I guess, how did, how did you deal with it? I imagine you have to, you have to be a certain type of person. Did you, were you always like into gore in my injuries or was it like I've uh, over time just kind of numb to it? No, I've always really
1: liked all this <laughs> stuff. And I'm not, I'm, I'm not numb to it, but it's just not something that's really fascinating to me. I don't know. I don't know why. I remember one of my guy friends on Facebook had sent me a link, and it was to a bunch of different. Um, I don't know if it was people who had got in accidents so or like their like limbs were cut off somehow or whatever. And he's like, "You probably love this, don't you?" And I went through all of it. And I was like, "That was the coolest thing." <laughs> and it, uh, probably inappropriate, but my um, I had a patient working in trauma actually the, earlier this week, and uh, he had shot himself in the foot accidentally. And so he was hunting and just kind of stumbled and he shot himself. And with Connect Care, um, a lot of the doctors will take photos of the wounds when they're being triaged. So you know what it looks like in the beginning. And so we've had a few patients where we've been able to see their photos from when they were in eMERGE. And this guy's ankle looked so crazy. It was so bloody. And the nurse... I was so messed at it. And especially since my patient was like gave him a bunch of ketamine so he was high in the balls, but um she was like, Yeah, there's a photo with Connect Care and I was like, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like having the worst trip ever on this ketamine. He's like so scared and I'm like, sweet. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's really, really interesting. Curtis doesn't love it as much. No. No, I sent him a photo <laughs> and then he was like, Ew, send me that. It's like that's pretty much what I saw today. <laughs> Yeah,
0: he was not rest. I, I, I imagine there's some nurses. Like, are there some departments that like just deal with like people who are just sins and similar, or is it all just blood and gore no matter what? No,
1: no. no. If I when I did nursing, I, I did start working in medicine for a little bit, medicine, it's just like more so sick people than anything. Like, it's usually older people that have different illnesses, and they're just not great. And so there's. I mean, nursing is so broad in general. Like, there are so many different areas that you can go into. I've always been interested in that in the <laughs> surgical part, or in the blood. And I, don't I don't know. why. Know.
0: And I guess is it more exciting to do in, in those types of awards uh, or do just medicine? because that the my patient? this this time? Pretty
1: much, yeah. Like medicine, it's more. You're more like a filter, I guess. Like, more patients, and you're just giving them a bunch of different meds. You're working in medicine, and you have. You just have like pages upon
0: pages of medications that you have to fund like, to take this <laughs> one. We're not, we're not a drug dealer. Yeah, the that's going to be a drug dealer. Yeah. Like you're able to get for pain, but but then also you know, on, the, on the streets where it may be illegal, but then yeah, amidst, But mm-hmm. sometimes you just get access to the pain. But, you know, do, you, do you think it's more doctor prescribed? Um, yeah, I think a lot of times, a lot of street drugs, yeah. drug they go down, blood case, yeah. kind
1: of what you get. Into. Or it's just people selling prescription drugs to like other people because they're a pretty petty on the student, fortunately. Yeah, we had a patient, he was on a ketamine infusion and before they had started it, like I was reading the notes and he was in the OR. They, the nurse had asked him like, oh, have you, have you ever had more? And he's like, oh, yeah, special K. But like getting the special K on the streets and getting ketamine in the hospital, that's like pharmaceutical grade, but it's, uh, it's clean. Used to, I mean, it's still similar size and yeah. stuff, but it's all right. pain management. Whereas, typically, like recreational, oh, right? Yeah. Like,
0: they just want to get that, like, can fix that high, yeah. feeling good, go party, bit. yeah. Oh man, yeah. And do you, is, do you see, um, is there an increase or even at all, like, a ton of marijuana or CBD use in the hospital, like, for pain? Or
1: I've had a few patients we haven't um, actually been get as our own supply as of yet. I don't know at what point in time we'll. End up switching over to it, but I have had patients that have had CBD oil and stuff that we've been able to rub onto their, like, if they have uh, any soreness or anything, like, their doctors have, like, doctors have okay people to use it. Mm. Um, there isn't a type of medication that we get that's a capsule in the hospital. It's called Nabilone. It's like a marijuana-ish type okay. cap, like capsule, I guess. Like, it's it something like that's kind of similar. but, but I mean, patients go off and do their own things also so yeah and with this it being legal now too like if we're not managing their pain in the hospital a lot of times we'll just go <laughs>
0: <laughs> hey well it's a few if that, that helps and get access to the not? You know it's more natural and right and
1: as long as it doesn't contradict anything the only <laughs> thing that makes me nervous no,
0: i think that's also the trouble with uh, private patients and trauma and surgery is that we were able to, we're a free society of access to so many things that mm-hmm. no one's going to say no to us, especially now that there's liquor. Oh my God. I know. That they probably, do you ever see like repeat or have you had like patients, be you know, more on the medicine side or at all, where like the problem, they're away from something, and then you're back or?
1: Yeah, in medicine, it, like, I remember having it more in medicine, but there's like, I mean, there's frequent fires. And I any mean, like we've been in surgery and stuff. Like there's one patient uh, that, a lot of people at the Alex, I think he actually ended up passing away, but like everybody in the Alex, station patient, and it was because he was a, I think he was a paraplegic, and he was always admitted because his, he'd get wounds and stuff, like not feel being able to feel anything, he'd get a bunch of wounds, so he'd come to the hospital, and they'd clean them out, and he was like a known drug user, and so everyone everybody knew this guy, because he was just always kind of off of his rocker, and was like frequently in the hospital, in and out for different things, so it, it just happened quite often, and You'll see, like people, yeah. Like, it's hard to because people are lost, and so yeah. Like the other day, I had a patient; he was on and off the unit all the time, and he went for surgery. And when he went for surgery, we were moving him into a different bed, yeah. and they found an empty bottle of vodka in his bed. And so, hey, it's hard because, like, I mean, you want to help them, and you want to do what you can to help them, but like, you can't help somebody if they don't want to help themselves.
0: And when are you? I think you said after, you know, like the x-ray and all this, then you're discharged. So is there like any, like any time where you are, also where you can. Leave and come
1: back as you wish. I, I mean, because you were in emergency yeah. when you were waiting. So you were technically kind of an inpatient as of yet. Yeah, like they were just like kind of like self triaging you essentially, Also, They're still going through everything before they would have made the decision to make you happen. And so, in like kind of interim emerge area, mm-hmm. we typically do have to wait. Like, if you leave, any things that you want to know. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you're in patient already in the hospital, we can't, we can't legally like just let everything go unless they've been gone for a certain amount of time. So mm-hmm. if he we had one he also was a homeless gentleman, but he um would frequently go off he's from well, so most of like kind of boy call the area. we had gone some work on him from that center that was like kind of like getting a job that was kind of before he was just a dude I uh, went to his room after he had left and there was right white residue on his bed with like paper rolled up so if he what kind of drugs he was <laughs> doing in room and so um yeah I just I well, I guess be really weird. like you're you're allowed they're allowed to leave yeah. the only instance where you're not allowed to leave the hospital is if you're okay. and live any security or police to like go out and look for people and yeah so it's just I don't know it's tough enforcing that kind of stuff but if you're an inpatient like you kind of have a little bit more flexibility yeah. and you can leave what do you want unless you're unless you're
0: well that's interesting. So then so then I guess a little opportunity to you know go out and get some stuff, come back.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, <laughs> yeah, like that guy was doing. <laughs> yeah, he the next the next day that came he had been gone for since like one in the morning. He like totally cheesed it. He flooded the bathroom. A private room he flooded it and was like slamming the door. Like, this is my room, blah, 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 like yelling at all the staff. And they put him on stretcher, and then like, he was not impressed that he got moved on stretcher. And he didn't have an actual room with any privacy at all anymore, he just had a curtain. And so, yeah, he was not impressed, so he left for like hours on end. And then that was around like, not discharge this guy, like, he's abandoned for pain control. And his pain's obviously fine, like, he's leaving the unit without whatever medication him, like, he's clearly managing his own pain quite fine. Yeah. And yeah, so it's, uh, it's fun when you, it's just, but like sometimes you end up doing a school that leaves and they come back and they leave and they come back and they leave and they come back and they're not getting all the treatments that they're supposed to be getting. Mm-hmm. And so that's when it does become tough because you're like, what, like I don't know how I can help you and you're not going to be here when I need things I need to do.
0: Yeah, exactly. So sometimes
1: we're a little bit too you know, with that. <laughs>
0: I imagine, you know, being a healthcare provider is frustrating because your job is to make better and want to help people. At least that's what the majority of people want you to get into. And I know because you see a lot of, yes, and more so veteran nurses have probably been around a while. They not the job anymore. They're just excited to have them. They're asking questions. They're excited. To have the older nurses are all about the uh, basically getting the job as efficiently as possible. Yeah. And is there like a, is that because of like the reason we just mentioned is because these patients sometimes don't take care of themselves and it's kind of almost like a thankless job where they never cut the end with all their testers doesn't even touch you. You know you're good to go.
1: Yeah. Okay. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I think I think that the more you're nursing, definitely stuff that you can get because it is something that's less. And like you have patients like that on a pretty regular basis where they just kind of shit on you, and so they will like yell at you. It's thrown at me. I've been called every name under the sun. Like it takes a toll on your own mental health and. When you're trying to take care of people and, like, just do the things that's best for them and they're not listening, it gets to a point where you're like, okay, well, you then, like, I, like, can't even help you. Like, why, you almost, like, kind of, like, more senior nurses or, like, the vets, like you were saying, are a little bit more, but more over it because they've had more time to experience a lot more of that mm-hmm. never with, they're saying with because they're just, like you're, you're eager, you want to help me, you're so excited because you're brand new and you got a job and... Oh
0: shit! This is what I'm in for. <laughs> <laughs> there are some, no matter what industry there are people with egos, and and are there um, are, are there typically egos between nurses or RNs and LPNs, or is it you no? Know, some doctors are probably <laughs> pretty nice. Understand, but I imagine some doctors. I imagine it's because they're really smart actually, to deal with people's BS. Do you just get a lot of doctors who are just do you ask them questions or give like a weird look or whatever? A
1: lot of them, a lot of them are nice ones too. So I we we'll say that. But they, I mean, they have a lot on their plate too. But mm-hmm. with everything, the way that the government has kind of shifted everything too, like their compensation gone down so much for a lot of the work that they are doing, the works that I can't even begin to understand their frustrations on that end. And they all work in multiple areas. Mm-hmm. And so there's often that I'm going to in the hospital and I'm asking them certain questions about a patient, like they see so many different people. And so it, I I think a part of it is ego, but then another part of it too is just like, they're Austin. And so then I kind of tried to keep it in the back of my head before it was like, uh, this guy. (laughs) And like, and then with nurses too, I, it doesn't happen as much anymore. I think, um, now a lot more people are realizing it that it's like a a lot of things before was that an LPN was just kind of like health carried, like our scope before it couldn't really do very much. And so a lot of times there was a little bit of like a clash between RNs and LPNs because LPNs weren't considered to be real nurses and RNs were real nurses. And it's still a little bit of a stigma now, but it's not near as before. So I think a lot more now than ever. And more so with the newer uh, nurses that kind of understand it a bit better. Sometimes that maybe we don't think we're as competent mm-hmm. as we are just because that's not what they experienced for most of their career, right? And so there is that sometimes we're like, oh, yeah. but it's more so, more so. Like I said, I think a lot of it comes to you from them. Just being burnt out and not being what they're worth anymore.
0: Hundred percent. I couldn't imagine. It's almost a doctor res- residency and for life because there's so much things to know. It's you basically just reading books constantly, trying to just stop your mind and mm-hmm. And oh man, I imagine also you have yeah, pressure because like I got ideas imagining like heart surgeon or brain surgeon. And,
1: and you're on call. Like their hours are nuts, and so there's and uh, because one of my patients, um, they were decompensating, so he was pretty sick. Um, so we called it for him, but we had also called for another patient who was having pain control issues and he didn't call back. When he did call back, he was really sh- with one of the nurses that I knew over the phone. And so she wrote a note about what their conversation was. And he came to the unit later, but he was so cheesed. He was like, Who wrote this? Like who's the nurse that wrote this? And I was like, Well, I don't care. Um, but this book, I'm sure you can find them. And he was like, This is slander, I didn't say any of this, like blah blah. And so they had a conversation and she was like, Well, you did say those things. And like, I have to cover, like, you're the one who didn't show up and this patient's calling every minutes because yeah. she was in pain. And so I have to cover my eye. I can't just, well, I have to write that I at least contacted you and like what a bit of our conversation was. And he was a little bit upset about it. He's like, yeah, well, like you left out this and this. And then the story kind of like gradually changed. He's like, I was really busy with a patient in a merge that was really that. And oh, I was just trying to take a nap and you would interrupt me. And so there, I mean, like they work, I think they were like twenty four hours, sometimes more, where they wow. like kind of sleep in between. I don't know if that's fully, but like they all have their own clogs yeah. and stuff. And no, so
0: I bet you it depends on like the hospital.
1: Yeah, but I, I'm like, I'm fairly certain that that is
0: actually. Yeah, I couldn't imagine your hospital or Los Angeles, and some oh my goodness. huge cities where you yeah, have well probably like, probably a million people in the hospital, okay. and yeah, I think. Imagine, yeah, some, uh, like, uh, there was one story my first instructor told me before. He was, uh, sitting back and the like, first starting the electronic pulse set up and his partner room said, um, the person wasn't doing well. I think his radio pulse was like, whoa. And I think they wanted a chest exercise and mm-hmm. um, maybe because I think some chest thing. So the doctor hooked him up to the electronic pulse reader and said he had a pulse, like a strong pulse. Um, but, like we checked his radio pulse, like, can't do the chest x-rays them up, he like yeah, he doesn't have enough like and then mm-hmm. the doctor's like, you know and then he's like one more time, I'll we'll kick you out of this room type of thing. So, like, the chest x ray machine and back then, it was like a big machine, you have to like lift the person up and as soon as they lift oh, them the up. Yeah, as soon as they lift them up, like uh prompt him up, he basically pooped himself and died. he like it's not enough blood and then like, thanks. I well, he's probably
1: shunting all of his blood to his upper. Oh my God, this yeah. is
0: crazy. So I mean, that sometimes, you know, because you think you know everything, or you have these fancy machines that sometimes may not be the best and can really screw things up. True. Just, yeah. Man, just especially in a environment like that, where some people can't have me ego and don't you know us properly. Right? Like, oh, I'm the doctor. I'm this person. I'm going to bring it. The title. Uh, they just get
1: yeah. the title and they think, yeah.
0: I think that's being a I think the doctor does the doctor deliver all the bad news most of the time or most of
1: the
2: time,
0: you know? yeah. And the first few they get paid right into Oh yeah. I have read something that, you know, the current I guess provincial government is shifting our healthcare and opening up to more um, private uh, places and 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 to really publicly are they part of the public health system? I'm, and then we since because we switched for private, that's why they're restored.
1: No, I, think, I I don't quote me on yeah. this, but I think um, like most of the physicians that I do work in Alberta, it is all already privately contracted. Almost okay. the way that they were getting paid, like they're not unionized or anything. But the way like the, the way it changed out the way that they were able to direct bill people before, okay. and so um, you know that people who do work in like off like specific doctors' offices and whatnot, they like to be able to make the same they were making before they have to see way higher volumes because of the way that they had changed the billing. I know exactly what the billing was changed out to, how that ended up happening and so if you were to make an appointment right now to go see your offer like that's why you maybe have five minutes with them True. because I think their book is like 15 minute blocks that they're trying to see people to get to net, like their baseline income before but they receive a lot of that time.
2: That's yeah. bad. and I,
1: There was even a bunch that wanted to leave Alberta, when they did make that change, just because it was, it was such a huge drop in income for them, and it just, but, but, just right? It, with the pandemic in general, so many people are making way less than they used to. So it's, uh.
0: yeah, in a time where, you will we need care workers, we need doctors, we need, I know it was supposed to be cut, so I'm not sure if they actually did cut or might have already. Um, I was like, then you're talking about cutting nurses, um like, like thousands some crazy number, but now you see, like, you, more nurses because I think well, there, I think there's a lot of nurses are getting doped, working mm-hmm. constantly and mm-hmm. putting on your mask. Wearing it. How do you wear a mask? Because some for a majority of people, you know, and there's some kind of mask when they only have to go to the grocery store for 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but like for some mask workers for your job, you have to wear a nurse, <laughs> Not to wear a mask. I'm not wearing a nurse. very compliant with that
1: business.
0: You're wearing like actual uh, like hardcore uh-huh. masks <laughs> and... Wearing it for your shifts, it's
1: hours on end. Um, I mean, I've gotten used to it now. We've been wearing masks continuously in the hospital staff, pretty much since the beginning of the pandemic. Almost ended up launching even within a month of everything kind of, and so it's and it's not something that I I find I have like anything's been taken away from me. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, for something that little that I can do when I am out in public to help, like I don't know why you wouldn't and why you would fight it so much. Um, especially being in healthcare, I there are times when I have to wear a sixteen hour shift yeah. and I wear my mask that whole sixteen hours. I'm Twenty minutes out in public, like yeah. that's nothing. And I don't know, people are saying like, "Oh, I can't breathe." And try to discharge a patient when you have this mask on and you're going through consent form with them, and I'm constantly taking in to do to talk for the longest words of time, and like it's I don't know, I, it's still fine, mm-hmm. is it? uncomfortable a little bit. Yeah, sure. The back of my ears feel a little bit tender sometimes. Yeah. But it's, I don't know, it's this will pass. Yeah. And I, I don't know why everyone just feels like so offended that they asked <laughs> for a mask. If there are other things that we comply to, yeah. there's, I think, a meme actually that I saw in the beginning of the pandemic comparing people like complaining about wearing masks and like how it's in like their right to not have to, but like you'll travel and take off your clothes when you're in the airport. Going yeah. through security, <laughs> like how is that different from having to wear a mask when you're in public? Like, yeah. how is that gonna strip of your rights? But like, we do it because we know we have to do it.
0: We're going like Mexico or Vegas, yeah,
1: but it's just routine now, right? Yeah. Like, you don't even think twice about it, it's just something that you do because you know you have to do it. And yeah. I don't see why not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. It is that being able to see a person smile and like uh, feel.
0: Damn. Kind
1: of no, and I like, I feel the pain of that and I understand the frustration in that sense, especially for people who have to like, lip read and stuff mm-hmm. like that's something that has been taken away and it yeah. makes it a little bit more difficult, especially if you are somebody that kind of needs that reassurance of us. Like if you're just really uncertain, any type of mental health issue, especially, but it's, I don't know, that I think is so small and in a bigger perspective.
0: Stop fighting and just get on board with okay? it. Oh, 100%. I know initially the uh, lockdown first happened in March, um, no one knew what, what this what um, You know, don't quote me, don't quote me, but in my job, I mean, it is a uh, animal to human transmission disease, but it um, has been altered slightly. Uh, biohazard lab move on. Mm-hmm. So this lab, I think, mindset. It was on a podcast, this particular biohazard lab by yeah. yeah. Um, I think back a few years ago it was already cyber safety violations. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think that's, uh, so it is a natural occurring virus, but it's human thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why the uh, infection rate, um, it's so rapid that's that, just, that can So I think a lot of people who are against the masks and the lockdown, um, they're only, I think they're looking at the death rate, which, you know, it is safe to only, less, less one percent. Has died from this disease, so I get down. I think um, playing Devil's Avenue here, you know that the reason why it's up oh, there's a lockdown is because the, the infection rate is so high that the potential that what the virus can do yet. So I think I think the reason why we're doing this or encouraging masses is because we don't want to spread anymore.
1: No, well I mean. I, in retrospect too, like it's the it's actually only been around for like a year yeah and so as much as we do know about the virus it's already mutated on a bunch of other occasions already mm-hmm. and so it i think it'd be for us to think that it couldn't again like we there are still so many little things that we just don't know about it and we do have a lot of research and i think that's really great but it's like like you said the percent of people that are actually dying um the, the popular the age population of people that are dying typically in the higher ranges, yep. but it's not to say that it still can't affect a to the flu. Mm. Like people who get the flu every year, like there's a certain percentage of people who get the flu and die every year. And I think that from what I from what I know of at the moment, like uh, COVID virus right now, it's still less mm. than that. But we understand the COVID, and I so so I think that. That I agree with all of the restrictions, mm-hmm. I think in other ways, but people in general too are really, really like in place. Like, a lot of people tell you what to do, they want to do the exact opposite. Yeah. And so, I think that's kind of what we've been running into and what's making it a little bit more difficult. It is spreading more rapidly right now and still not even crazy numbers, but it's still higher, way higher than it was. It's unsettling, especially with the amount of deaths, and, and you can Value
0: one life like other. Exactly. Like I think the fact that people are dying at the rate that they're was alarming. The government and stuff so much, and so we one is on the side of mine. Yeah, I guess you would be a, a politician in charge who opens everything back up fully, and then everyone starts dying. And, uh-huh. um, but again, I yeah I agree even so that. I think and for me, it don't make sense because you know you're certain children being in sort go of galleries but you can go. Back to yeah, that. it is a little. Well, I had to. Like, if you're a person who has either another person or multiple people in your household, it says to stay within your household. But then, if you're single, two um, for me, like, I think I think what they show mean is I think there are studies that show that more lockdown is worse, mm-hmm. like, for mental health wise and uh, domestic abuse and suicides. Um, you know, I think if we were to allocate more money to, you know, temperature checking everywhere, even at grocery mm-hmm. stores, because some people the worse. We have four or five people at the front. Checking everyone quickly before they come in, okay, they're good to go. Yeah. And that place. And then I think I you know, I saw the police are trying to be more educational in regards to fight with them because it's a new bylaw in place.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think now, if, if someone's not wearing a mask, is sick and on a bow, I think they should be fine right away. And-
1: well, and like you said, somebody needs to be out there and like actually someone that's trained and understands like what kind of to look out for because, and I heard this actually today, I was at my last appointment and The girl a girl was telling me that the somebody at the hair salon next door, um one of their her one of her parents or something, they were at a gathering, like a house party, and it was over the amount of people and everyone at that party was fined $5,000. Wow. Everyone at that party. In total, and ended up being $5,000. So it's like, how has that not been on viral and Edmonton? Exactly. that like... Because most of the, and like most of the, from what I believe is all coming from social gatherings. Like people going to like, going to those bigger house parties and like not staying within their cohort or they're going to different places and they're seeing people who may be, but aren't being truthful about their symptoms... And so like that party for example is one thing i don't know that that all everybody could potentially be affected and that was actually another story that we told me. she said that this one lady went to a house party wasn't feeling so hot the next day to get tested and she tested positive she and, tell, party as well. and she was at a party and so she had to tell everybody at that party that she tested positive and then a bunch of them ended up their passed- mm-hmm. over and so it's just it's like this huge snowball where like, there's people, not enough people taking it seriously. There's people taking it too seriously. Like, we just need to go around and all come together more united. Cause I feel like a lot of us are really polarized right now. Like, mm-hmm. there's half of the population that they don't believe that this is real and like that it's actually <laughs> in the world and they're like anti-vaccine and all <laughs> of this. And then there's like the polar opposite where they're like, we're not. Yeah. I mean, that's their mental health and well being is because they're probably those people that have just been pooped up inside yeah, the whole time. Oh my God, I can't even get up into all the toilet paper <laughs> right now. I went to Costco and they had none again. Come on. Toilet boarding again. <laughs> it's
0: funny because you can have rags, you can 100% use rags, but no one thinks about stock up on food or like i box boxes of craft dinner. They're like just in case, like, yeah, I go work and stuff crafting. But it is crazy. I think we had it. It before where we were basically out do everything. We could do <laughs> just some applications like a big type mask to go to the You only have to wear masks when you're going to the bathroom, basically. You sit down at your table it's nothing has changed. It's off, yeah. So we had a good balance. And I guess and see, you know, right now, um, people thinking that the virus could be fake because how the government's acting, And in my opinion, um, the reason why I think some of the moves pol- the have been making, um, I don't think um, it a. Provincially, it's because well, their paychecks aren't.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone else, um, they're directed, and their paychecks may be decreased. But then they're still getting their petitions because we're paying for it. Right? Mm-hmm. So if they were, you know, their money went down with ours, I'm I imagine they'll probably be working maybe a bit harder to find ways to help people work. So then they're able to go up. And, right. and to people thinking this virus is fake, because um, it does affect people differently. Because there old people, people who, people days, because no. there are. Thank God for football. In my opinion, I love football. So the good thing the college and the state coach had it. And obviously the college plays on Saturdays. I think it was Thursday, three tests in a row, tested next. So three, four days beat it. Now he has it again. But, um, yeah. me, like before it was, I think yeah, I already told you this, but before it was even a thing around January, February time, January, as you why know, I get sick. I, I got the flu like I usually do, but then it's longer and then better. But then also my chances test. Sense of-, sense of taste and smell. It could taste bacon, so it was like the saddest thing in the world to me. That's
2: so sad. I
0: like to taste the basic texture in my mouth. And mm-hmm. then after a while, I, like every time I dig through my mouth, I felt my solid like shake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And then there was like a weak solid where I just my will got more exhausted. Mm-hmm. And
1: See, and the craziness is that like everything like- that you just listened, those are all of the COVID symptoms. But people are focused on primary symptoms. And so they're like, oh, if I have a free breath, or if I have difficulty writing nose, oh, that's what I need to isolate. There are a huge little secondary symptoms that are, are all also a thing for COVID. And so the secondary symptoms, one like you just mentioned the loss of taste to sense of taste, loss of sense taste or smell. And another part of that is it's fatigue or extreme oh, exhaustion. Yeah. Like that's a secondary symptom. If you have like conjunctivitis or your eyes are red, that's a symptom. If you are nauseous or having any diarrhea or if you're vomiting. Or like any altered mental status or anything like that. Like those are all secondary symptoms for COVID. That people a headache. No. Yeah. Like those are all secondary symptoms. But people are so focused on the main symptoms that they're like, "Oh, I have a headache, but I feel fine. I, I feel fine yeah. otherwise." But like they could be one of the people that has COVID, and you just have that one little symptom. Like I, I think I said this earlier, but there was one nurse that I worked with at the hospital, and he, or maybe I didn't say this. I might have said this to somebody else. Um, he. Only felt tired. That's all. He just felt super tired. He went and he got tested, and he tested positive. a mm-hmm. symptom he had was he just felt more tired than usual. And it's hard too now because so mm-hmm. many people are out. Like we're all fatigued mm-hmm. from everything going on, this pandemic. Whether it be like there's so much that's happened this year overall. Well, yeah. but, like Let well, alone just the pandemic, it's mind blowing to even think of all the things that have happened this year. But it's it's hard to differentiate. What mm-hmm. am I feeling? This maybe because I have the virus. It's just like maybe I have a mild. Or am I fine? And it's cold as Yeah. It's like, I don't know. And people need money.
0: So they're still going out work, should be. Exactly. and working. So it's this, yeah. yeah, tough. Especially, I think, for so many years, um, and if you had it, no matter what, I think you need a doctor's note to, actually miss work, right? So even if you had a, I remember when I was uh, just a cashier at Zeller's, and I felt like shit one day. And I'm like, for like well, it's Saturday, it's weekend. We need you. So but now that's also like a, almost like a habit or just uh standard people have for themselves it's like well I, I have to work i have to provide mm-hmm. you and what's going to happen people tell i think server already ran out and now it's ei so, we I'm, out, so um, I'm not sure what's good i don't think I think we're probably at, like safest minimal i think six months get anything close to normal but it's probably more so a year the vaccine, the trials, the test, the test trials, and then see how they react. Yeah.
1: I think a bunch of the trials were already happened. Um From what I recently had heard of, the one vaccine, I think Pfizer is one yeah. of them. Uh, I can't remember the names of the other two, but it has a ninety-five percent of the or something along those lines. Yeah. percent effective.
0: I guess because you're also, you know more about mess than I do. I know the average time, this is where I would to make a vaccine is two to three years because obviously takes the research, you have t- like, different combinations certain point of view. you. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess my question would be, um, would it be safe to take it before two years if there isn't because there's so many more um, people around the world focused on developing vaccine.
1: That, so. That's exactly what we think there. Okay. So many people, the reason why it typically takes that long is because they don't have the resources, they don't have the money, they don't have the lineup of people, um, like waiting to be tested, if like fall following vaccination. Yeah. And so I actually want to see other day, So many people were voicing their concerns about the patient for COVID and why they were concerned. And like, we don't know the long-term effects. And that's the one thing that does make me a little bit nervous on term effects because it hasn't been around, but it, they've been able to create it. So we just. That's what the whole focus is right now, right? They have so much money. They have so many resources. Many people right now working on developing a vaccine to normal, quote unquote, whatever normal will look like in a year from now. I'm not too sure. But they have money and they have the people to focus on making this. They've created it so quickly. And I I mean, if, it, if it's available today, I think I get it. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that I get it. If that's the one thing that I can do to help. Kind of get us back to where we need to be, then I'll do it. Especially since we people that can't ever get any kind of vaccine. Like if we all just gone on board with doing stuff like that, it would make it easier on them. On everybody, I think.
0: I imagine because we're only going to get so many vials or items out. I imagine, them, like, well, I am at first grader that they see your citizens and younger children and the most, or I guess, how, how, how would? Yeah,
1: so it would the vulnerable population, the population the most, just because of how it's affected the elderly the most. So I think, them and I don't know about kids, just because I, I still think there's a lot of how it affects children, actual children or PBI. I try to kind of stay out of all of <laughs> the nonsense. Uh, I think it'll go back to like the elderly people and then workers because they're in the...
0: Front ends dealing with all of it, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I think, I think, honestly, for me, that's a vaccine, but I think it would be uh, the later test group. Like, I'm going to wait till everyone takes it first <laughs> sit back. Or maybe, because maybe, I heard um, only a certain percentage of the entire uh, population has to uh, take it for us to reach current, her to like, 50%. It. Yeah. So I guess if you, wanna take it wait till but the
1: problem is is that so many uh, and part of our the just there's so many conspiracy theories and stuff it's right called now autism,
0: don't you know uh,
1: and I that like I have so many people that wouldn't take it. Yeah. so I yeah. this up. it I only worry okay with you like with you saying like those like having those it's like what are the long term effects? I won't get into much stuff because it'll just make me it. <laughs> If I don't even just like a normal flu vaccine, yeah. even food vaccine like that is like every single year, like nobody wants to get it mm-hmm. and everybody's on it. So I don't mm-hmm. know how, especially with all the people that are anti-vaxxers like, introducing this vaccine. They don't know how many people even people out in healthcare.
0: Yeah, we, um, I wonder if there may rules that like, you're able to do XY if you're not vaccinated, maybe you're just more restricted. I wonder if that... oh, I
1: don't know, I don't maybe, know what it'll look like. or
0: maybe it's mandatory. Oh wow, it was mandatory. You didn't see that's possibility where
1: or- Oh they're really mandatory. Like they've never really made any vaccine rate. Uh it, it's probably gonna be pushed down every maybe almost, like for like highly recommended to get it. But I vaccines, like though, none of those are mandatory. Those are ones of diseases that have been completely eradicated from our kids. Those things are possible, again, because people aren't vaccinating their kids they cough and those months, rubella, like all of those ones, like I don't know as of lately, but like even just last year, it was last year. Like there were a few cases popping up mm-hmm. of stuff like that, and that stuff in mean, like a hundred years because we had that vaccination. So people thinking that vaccines looking like, give kid autism and whatever other things. It, it's just it's just so crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. I imagine like what you, like we said too, you with a certain immune disorders are to take vaccines. I imagine maybe some of that hasn't been diagnosed, you give your kid a vaccination and maybe they have a certain gene or something where they're not supposed to take vaccination, mm-hmm. which causes you to be autistic or maybe have a cer- certain type of... Gene. I imagine with you know 37 million Canadians and 7 billion people, there's going to be a certain percentage who will act react negatively to the vaccination. Yeah, because,
1: like with anything. Yeah,
0: exactly. There's always
1: that small percentage that will have a reaction of some kind. Mm-hmm. But it's a small percentage, but it's a small percentage that people always... Focus on for whatever
0: reason. Yeah, a small percentage of negative like negativity in the world gets the most views, and everything that's positive, well, it's shown, but it's not widely as shared. Sh- sh- I know.
1: Did you see that video? of a "Guy eating his dog."
0: No, I don't think so.
1: Oh my god, he cried his puppy from an allergy. What? Yeah. Okay. And it like it went viral, but it. I don't know. I feel like more. Than, it's so crazy.
2: i sure. It's you're a little. Completely.
1: kind Gotta save her. Well, she
2: probably play with it and just go.
1: It's like those little, like, runs, like, I feel like that stuff, that doesn't, like you said,
0: it just doesn't get shared as much mm-hmm. as, you know, the news. Yeah, and so if, uh, disasters or a bus crash, mm-hmm. so, like, all came together to either donate or stick on their doorstep to spread awareness. Mm-hmm. Or Fort McMurray. For, but now it's because of, I think, potentially the restrictions, well, I think people are just more Un- unhelpful. It's like I, I can't stop worrying about everyone else. Yeah. Of course, you'll be safe and don't risk your own health. You help someone, but save time and still, you know, maybe open the door for someone or, or, um, doing golf, Kirsten, curse went golf this past, uh, summer. And mm-hmm. obviously during that, I remember someone I saw a golf club on the, on the green and, like, I didn't even think about golf, so I just grabbed it. But I mean, it's the way you do it, bro. It's so good. And I'm like, well, like eventually something that I started using, I didn't even think about, it, and then okay. give it back to the person and stuff like that. Just stuff like that. It's like I I, I can't help not do it. So it's like, right. but like I'm not gonna give someone a, a random person a hug, with. Like, no, <laughs> yeah, that was I
1: know. just those little things. I was listening to the radio the day on my way to work, and someone was talking about how in the morning, in like, the And like drive
2: through.
1: I just wish people did more little things like that. My one one of my really old friends from high school. Uh, I was sorry at the other day. She was on the phone on hold. All but she was on hold for like an hour or something along those lines. And her, she's pregnant, mom. be and hung up. She's on hold for oh man. Really? And so I was messaging her. I was like, oh my god, I can't even imagine. She's like, cat yeah, what days look like ha <laughs> ha And she's like, kind of sleep train right now. So she's just exhausted. The baby's exhausted, and she's kind of keeping my chocolate and drinking too much caffeine. And I uh, was her email. She, didn't even ask me why I wanted her to eat. I just Well, you know what? I'll contribute to your caffeine yeah. overload and whatever chocolate that you need. But I wish more people would like, do little things like that just to make somebody's day. Because like we're like we're all nervous yeah. in some way, shape, or form, and so we just like you said, we need to do more things instead of being. Instead
0: of being polarized and like so against each other, we seem to be a little bit Exactly, Definitely. I think if we all work together, and okay. again, like I don't particularly like the masks. No, I wear them because I have to. Mm-hmm. I'm 100%, I play by the rules. So if the rules didn't have them in fact, I probably wouldn't be wearing it as zone for us uh, before the new law <laughs> restrictions. I just thought got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I put a mask on, the there, and no one's
2: wearing it's
0: it. That one is For me, it's like, up. but then. Also, someone was friendly there. It was the weirdest thing out the registry. friendly and I can hear and this and that. So, it this is a small, time. who knows? Like, i that, right? So, who do think I don't get to communicate? I don't get to see people. Mm-hmm. It isn't, again, if we have grocery stores, we're walking to restaurants. I'm 100% fine that because we were able to do something and still do this. Mm-hmm. But now, because I think the rule may maybe work, again, makes the pressure to work.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Don't believe in this. Yeah. We'll maybe have a lot of people sick. And then now we're in a new lockdown and. I yeah.
1: Like I don't, I don't know who invited me to this group, but somebody someone. It. it was called Unmask the Truth. All people just shitting on wearing masks. Mm-hmm. Those like people commenting, like I went to save on today, didn't mask on, We're, like all rooting each other on mask. Mm-hmm. And there are people who can't, they physically can't, whatever reason, anxiety problems, or maybe they have the fact that, it, that don't have any type of ailment. I think is what annoys them most, Perfect. and that's. Where the problem has, like, it's just because properly or like the one thing that drives me bonkers and freaking, uh, Trevor said he did that I wanted to punch him in the masks, <laughs> <the laughs> That does cover the mouth and like their nose is oh, out. Like yeah. the equivalent of a guy walking your was with his penis. Hands. Walk around with your penis out of your pants. No, um, you walk around with your pants, punching all- like- their masks and like adjusting them or touching their face and, like, not washing their hands in between. Like, I think that the, like, something that I think should guys more when you walk in is yeah. and not, most people don't pay attention to it. They just have a mask on and then they're, like, constantly touching food and then they're touching their mask and touching their face and then they're yeah. And then, like, people not like, wearing a mask on every time. Yeah. We put, and it should be coming from somewhere, like, sterile or clean. Wash your hands before you put a mask on. You need to wash your hands off three and It's just all these things that are being missed.
0: Yeah. I know... If you do have a length and lengths of time and you don't change it, you can get really sick because you're reading your own toxins yeah. from lighters. So mm-hmm. people will probably think that's still work well. Cool. Because I know one people they point to the um N- N95 masks. They say okay we don't have this mask, well there's no point. But um, I guess for I it's, it's these masks that majority of people have aren't really designed to just kind of stop them the uh, between you and not you put your droplets everywhere, right? Yeah. And, and for me before before there was a period before the masks were mandatory, like it was recommended, but I necessarily have to wear it. It was more on like March, April. Mm-hmm. And when I went to places, I'd go to, the, I go to the house with no people and
1: mm-hmm. like try to see distance.
0: People will pass me, kinda of put my head down the opposite way. So once trying to be talking for the other people out who maybe who maybe feel uncomfortable. And and again, there are some people we don't believe in the six paces? i wearing mask, and you go get them right behind you. I know. i it a couple of times. It's like, come on, like it's only six feet. Like it is going a little bit, but like well, you're not just the only one doing this. I know you hit, uh, hit the nail on the head. We need more um, education because right now, um the healthcare, healthcare ministers, who are announcing these things, and for, again, from what I've noticed, no one's really explaining or really breaking down things. They're kind of saying, "Oh, these are the exact one." I guess my also question is, why do you? Think they're not talking about more about who's true, even though they might not necessarily have um, the COVID. Why do you think that they're not, just not talking about you know, the vitamins and workouts and do you think that's
1: a good question? I don't know if they're not, like, if they're not talking about stuff as much just because they don't really know what, how it plays in with this particular audience, okay. Like I don't know if they just, if they want to save themselves, like, misinformation, uh-huh. and they're just, like, kind of going with what they need. and, like, that is all the stuff that they know, like... I mean, everybody knows, like, to build your immunity, like, drink a lot of water, take your vitamin D, and so on, and so forth. But I don't know if they just don't know immunology, specifically, so they don't want to say anything. I've listened to a few podcasts of people talking about that as well, yeah. where they're, like, lies in the government telling us, like, work on our immunity?" And I think it's just because they don't, I think a little bit, too, in the fear part. Like, mm-hmm. they, a little bit of it is, and they, I feel like if people think that their immunity they're good. Yeah. i be maybe as cautious as they would be if they that the, up the unknown. Yeah. So I, I don't know if maybe that's.
0: Yeah, I can see that for that's sure. Fine. But yeah, are you? Cause I know you. Uh, I know Curtis is very uh, anti germ and the touching people uh, type of guy. <laughs> uh, what kind of vitamins do you guys currently?
1: Yeah, so we have. Uh, I got some omega 3s So we're um we have uh, vitamins. So we're doing calcium and vitamin D. Um we have a students uh supplement that we're taking right now we got from Costco, we're doing holy gummies. We've got a few we've got a few going right now. And I I think also been like really good for me on the day, so that's, that's also good. been helping a lot. Uh and with my nutrition and so I think I've been getting more vitamin like drinks that way. And so that's kind of where we're having now.
0: Yeah, I know. For me, the thing part probably the serious of taking my vitamins. I've mm-hmm. uh, been doing cider gum, all cider so good. I'm <laughs> um, also taking vitamin A, um, just because I notice my, well that's why it isn't as good as my right. eye. Sorry, supplement vitamin keep my strong as possible now. And mm-hmm. helps with my vision. Mm-hmm. Um taking vitamin C, vitamin D3, mm-hmm. magnesium, zinc. Oh, then, yeah, do have zinc. And then, what uh, else? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. And then uh, eventually, that's what I'm missing. Working at least, at least right now, I can't do any lower body. It's been like, oh, like six months of no legs. Huh. Being a jail body, just strong up top. nothing down right No legs. Um,
1: well, during these-
0: uh, ankle? You no, know, during the initial lockdown, I've been, obviously, on the floor of a condo. So basically, like, hard floor. So i was doing some home workouts initially, being on in lockdown, mm-hmm. so doing burpees. And uh, oh, the specialized is- doctor said, like, one time if you know the proper shoes wherever you're healthy whatever you can irritate certain ligaments or muscles or whatever. so irritating bit but obviously for me a lot of, the of person if not in pain i keep going i probably like it maybe I should. um you do get so, <laughs> so i didn't I could for a couple months before the gyms were open Then when gyms were there i went to light weight legwork type. What to doctor, basically said it was a little fat, fat between my, my knee joints. Mm-hmm. I was irritated, so he gave me some medication uh, to take down inflammation. So I started doing that, and then I was doing some stretch, mm-hmm. and I felt a little all my all my bones, like my fingers, my hips, everything move. Man, the or happens bones. to me too, I feel you. But that my right? I felt like a ting all around my finger and back here, and then now. Sometimes, when I lean on the side, I can feel the bone I sit on, and I feel it's my whole hamstring through. So, I can maybe. Um, this is like my I, mean, <laughs> I did learn from actors, I do have a curved spine somehow. Yeah, so, you should go. Um, to there, I could have a broke right toe because uh, when I was playing Five Football, it was the kicker. That's and true. I've in a while and put that orange plastic tee. Um, uh-huh. But I don't, you, I don't think that you should use You're supposed to use like a, a like a different tee, but then for the first few times, my plastic tee, as they call it. Oh. And, Take my foot off. It didn't hurt, so I'm fine. people played, oh. and yeah, so yeah, I still play football. I do. I was there. I wore team wing. I usually sit with training or something. Feel team but again, I stood up. I'm like, oh, walk well, and hurt. So now. Some theater, I'm sitting, sitting on the, the John. Um, and my red leg will be fine. And then now, for some reason, this is. I feel like I don't know if it's in nerves or I did something. My left arm sometimes feel like, it's like, no. So like, you're yeah, like, so, I, mm-hmm.
2: um,
0: I need to get a physical, regardless for firefighting, because I have to pack full physical years. And then I'm going to request a full body MRI. So I'm like, I want to know exactly what's going on. to go from there. So. I wonder if
2: that'll cost you anything.
0: I'm like, you know, yeah. for me, my health is important. You know, the reason that's for me, why I, well, I want to make a because I want to put more in line the health and nutrition, because I know, like LeBron James, Sam's quarterback and a ball named Russell Wilson, they put about a million dollars a year into their body.
2: Definitely
0: right? And, and, you know, I think, you I know, said, I'm going to spend it on my, myself to make sure I'm healthy. And I'm good, but then I don't know, don't know what's happening. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. And I guess, do you think there's going to be, that's going to be affected to us as well? Because I initially when you were, in, I think you said, for surgery, you mentioned because they were trying to save room for the beds and whatnot, they weren't admitting as many patients or any patients initially um, do you see that changing they're not anymore it's basically where it comes now or how's it i don't know
1: what's gonna happen in the beginning of the lockdown nobody was really doing anything stupid because everybody was kind of at home and so trauma really it just, wasn't
0: because people were just because people were just cautious so.
1: people, were, people were cautious they were like it's trauma anyways. Like It's like just that time of year with the roads being where like mm-hmm. they are uh so i i I don't know what direction they're going to go in because, like, right now at the U of A, their ICU is full, from what I mastered And same with the Alex, our COVID unit that we COVID unit probably end up getting more. Um, at the rate that they're going, will end up needing more units. Uh it's like, we had a doctor, one of the doctors that works in ICU at the Alex did have two long he's been a U doctor and kind of like all of the things that he's experienced and he. One of the things that he had said in his post was that he's never seen anything like this. And this time that this is an ICU doctor. They see, they see a lot. So at the end of his post, he was like, "Be we wear your masks because the people that are going to end up in the ICU bed. So it's like it'll be your friends, it'll be your grandpa, it'll be your grandma." And so I don't know. What, I'm I'm really curious as to how it's kind of going to unfold in the next little bit because we're hospitals are already full as is. with Everything being like this right now, I don't know if we'll end up back going back down a certain percentages of mm-hmm. because I think they've already tried to start doing some of that. I know an ophthalmology grant at full capacity for our categories, just because that doesn't take up an actual Asian bed. Yeah. I slow down on that as of yet, but I, I do believe increased other procedures that we had in like that, but we really postponed from what I know of. i I don't know what they're gonna do. I don't know. Yeah, I don't kind of.
0: Yeah, I think that's why people are, I feel they're, um, clinician in the lockdown in hospitals. Again, certain wards are, as you mentioned, were dead. Empty. Empty. I think, and, um, and then there are news reports saying, that obviously, there's certain nurses who are probably taking pictures of their ward. If I beds, why are you saying there's no bed? But I think probably because some people, are liable, there's probably beds reserved for X, for this in case. And then, <laughs> like, how, how, how does hospital or more beds, more like, Medical equipment, right? Because I know like, call I would get We just like have certain places already dedicated. Or-
1: and we do. Like, there are lots that are dedicated. But, like, are we going to have room for the way this is our story right now? Yeah. Like, we don't like, know what kind of symptoms are they going to have? Where are we going to need to And that's kind of in like a like, ventilator, out of ventilators. And they had, they had to pick who they were going to save, save like, stuff. And it's that worry I think is what's coming right now. No, we don't know if we're gonna run out of stuff. We don't know if we're stuff basically right now and you know, how people how people are going. Back. And on any given day people are in the IC for other reasons also. Like let's, let's get into like some form of shock or like there are people in your mm-hmm. And so it's it's gonna be tough.
0: As well as yes. I feel like also being in a movie like this year how So eerie And <laughs> um, you know, just what's happening in general and and it's, I think a pandemic is like every, this happens long enough that we forget the pandemics exist. And I think, um, we were just born in a lucky time that there wasn't, as many. decline. Now we're experiencing what life's at, that there are tons of diseases out there. that, again, don't wash I think, I think you know, one thing I hope you'll take away is that we need. And uh, Honestly. and I think, you know, I think also that's like predominantly that vultures cultures were going out and when they're feeling sick. And maybe that'll become Norway maybe mass mass norm. But you're sick and you want to go work together with mass. Something that has changed, and I think Taiwan was like the first country with 200 million cases. I think so they celebrate. everyone's still worried, and they still celebrate a huge concert and holding oh, new cases for that. Time. Okay. But it's just it's gonna be interesting. And also that that like at the same time, again, not prepared for every hundred years. We have no like barely any equipment, just enough and then hopefully we learn and maybe have some resume, but again, we have time will pass, someone's come in and just kind of sad that for certain like homelessness and healthcare side where you have to choose a. feel like obviously, I don't know much about the world stock market and the money and it's basically all made up in general, but I don't know if there's uh, even debating more. why anymore. Why can't we chat I mean, for what we need instead of having to be? I you know. With, you know, prosperous career. Right? Yeah, it, it blows me away sometimes.
1: I wonder
0: if uh, being a wizard or a witch, you know, being here at their webcodes. At
1: least they have spells to, like, for a mask.
0: Oh, yeah. Drink cola and see what that's like in the Harry Potter world. I agree.
1: Fun. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Rowling. Ryan's <laughs> 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 <at the> book. <laughs>
2: Oh well, uh, that's you wanna use cards now?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. You pick first.
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the worst? You have so
0: bad? My <laughs> dad. No, <laughs> no um first boss. Is, uh working at No Frills. And I was, uh, but I was taking my 15 minute break, like, you're skipping, chatting with someone. I basically thought, hey, since I was stealing from you, because it's too long. Oh my God. Oh, jeez. Like, That's easy. <laughs> so, um,
1: hmm. there's one manager that I remember, I think, having at the bank. I just really didn't get along. And it, I I was a worst employee working <laughs> anyway. Like especially to the end, there was one manager that I worked all the time, and we were like besties. Like I bought a graduation in Toronto, and after that, the one girl that I was with, like I was, I was consistently. Like, yeah. Yeah. But, um, hmm, I don't know. not really. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: I guess he isn't my boss, you're much. Yeah, you
1: know.
0: No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, what's called, uh, yeah, my, I think, it was the manager, not the owner, but the manager was really nice to me because, well, when I first got hired, my entire availability, was, um, basically, uh, so the system manager wasn't around, she put me in charge everyone else. That was pretty fun. <laughs> yeah. I think my electrical boss was, so his mood would go depending on the day, but, uh, That's- yeah, I remember when I, uh, worked with him and that one day I worked with I opened it up and I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> but yeah, I think he's doing probably he was, um, it called? Really? Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, I don't think he's in the. today. That out. is so Well, yeah, what it was called. He knows I'm pretty, Yeah. So you should know Jay. Jay, mm-hmm. cause Jay White is playing because thankfully this. So I've on the stage and see, see Curtis because mm-hmm. Lynette, um, I'm pretty sure he's a massage before, but I used to go to that. I used to work out of 14 mm-hmm. and then. My brother-in-law, a friend of G. and then he knows my boss as well, so... Mm. So... Small so, so, you know, brawl. Oh, you played hockey with your cousin. It's <laughs> a long time, like, you know... Like, I, I was, totally
1: miss games
0: so much. Bro, I mean, you might have seen it before, but, you yeah. <laughs> know. Like, when so I played hockey, I never ever watched any of my equipment until the like, season was over. Oh,
1: gross. And I never
0: used to ever to either, so I used to the garage. Oh, <laughs>
1: crazy. <laughs>
0: I think also i uh there's one year i think exactly should be on the team but we won a uh, gold in uh cities and everyone except the goalie i uh, uh, gas mask and they pop over their mouth and nose I they had a team yeah.
2: oh. and
0: we won so oh man we yeah oh,
2: it's so gross
0: yeah it could be not washing clothes and that's so gross ew yeah that's not <laughs> my
2: identity.
0: oh god so, um, yeah what's the first concert you ever went to um, I think it
1: was J.D. Perry. J.D. Perry, I'm pretty sure. Nope, sorry, i the- <laughs> I'm so Canadian. Yeah. In concert, I love Nickelback. I don't I care. I don't <laughs> know
0: how they even got it off anyway.
1: I don't know why I <laughs> shits on them. They're so good. I think a lot of their stuff. Same.
0: Hey, we bought the albums eh? in. Right. <laughs> what about you? Uh, first concert, I think it has to be uh, in New York. Mm. Yes. The New theater. York. What well, it was a the so they were around here in the States. <laughs> and I was in summer school at the time, and Paul Clare was doing a tour, and I think he only did on like Toronto and Montreal in Canada.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And summer school at the time it was you know, in the 60s. And he did two oh, And some bands, obviously, I, I saw Izzy Azalea, Iggy is Azalea, whatever her name is, she's not around anymore, but she was using that I'm So Fancy song. Yeah. Well, I'll shoot out this brand, I'll go through them half an hour, I mean, for whatever they she I perform for, like, I'm like, oh, this is BS, BS. Yeah, that the worst concert I've ever been to. Oh no. Yeah, like a favorite concert.
2: I, I guess
1: it doesn't really classify concert, I don't know, my favorite, um, event for two is
2: EDC? EDC yeah. yeah. Is like
1: Electric Daisy Carnival mm-hmm. in Vegas
0: it's so, you know, like a dance company but
1: no well it, I guess mean, what it is Electric Daisy Cripple. Uh, yeah. yeah it's at the race it was yeah like every DJ is there it's so the production of that show I like the most amazing memories he also he's, he's one of my favorite DJs first and only time ever seeing him wow. live so that was incredible. There's uh, um, two DJs that are Edmonton actually. Uh their name their name was peep this but one guy used to do um, he used to be 107 as well
2: and I remember no,
1: I, think so. I keep ha- having Twix and it wasn't Twix. God <laughs> oh, damn it it was like this on Hot 107.
0: Type DJ Tyco.
1: Tyco! Yes. Oh, okay. and so I remember watching them perform A.S. and they got asked to play there, which is insane because they were yeah. from Edmonton. So um, but we were at, at this in a party bus and they were performing and they absolutely crushed it. But me and my two are there. We had to dance on this like, a bunch of our friends. It was
0: a pretty good I like well for DJ um, to be to break out, like I think it was like a VGU before you came up. Early, later 30s, 40s? I think so. Jeez. Yeah. Imagine they're like four years old.
1: <laughs> I know. Um, yeah. Like Tiesto? Tiesto? <laughs> How old is he? he's crushing it. Oh, my God. Maybe. It's like, they also
0: maybe are mixed up. Uh,
1: they might. they got to have something in their ears. Yeah. That would be so loud. What a lifestyle that would be too. holy.
0: We're not playing right on until 11
1: when I oh so I have some Martin Garrix and that's the first time ever seeing Martin's so life mean, feel like a little bit of shame still being out but that was like to, you to be up that long yeah. to play still have a good set that late yeah. Morning, yeah. It's, it's look at the sun the sun's coming up
0: so great. Yeah. <sighs> so it's great. I hope uh well, I love to get to, like some social gatherings only I idea is being around people. You know, and you know, like EDC sports events, that like you, you're so much like camaraderie to all the old people mm-hmm. and such, right? And yeah, I don't know when that's me either.
1: Watch
0: this guy, well,
1: maxi- <laughs> or be the one thing would help. Yeah, I don't know, it might be worse because just that they're before, like, let us have those events and people get it. But if, I don't know, I think it was just like there's false negatives and there's false mm-hmm. positives and.
0: Yeah. Interest, I, I know I know in this it's probably it is more so in the States, if you have money, you can essentially order COVID rapid COVID. They tests. do their own. Yeah, they do their own. I know the NFL facilities. Uh, it's crazy. So the NFL. Um, it's not a bubble. So people accept uh players' wear when they're at home.
1: Yeah. And
0: playing you have to wear the whole game or sit to wear a mask. There's also cameras at every single place in the walk room now because they want to make sure protocol and yeah. and I think there was a recent outbreak on the team, but, okay. but again they do again they're able to do rapid testing and then contract tracing. So I know it costs money, but it's like we're, we're testing Canada. Like why can't we have them the you know, rapid test? Maybe ours, maybe wherever, and, right? And it costs cost but we able to do the same thing. Like I think it was uh, for any shows or plays until we know. Maybe you will show up an hour earlier, half an hour earlier, it takes like fifty minutes or okay. so maybe show up X amount of time later, get tight mm-hmm. keep your mask on this instead of so your case and you spikes. I hope it is not. because a human nature, you know, the more we can not have something, the more we want it. Right. So I think either people are either a protocol right now, um or as soon as the water started, people shouldn't go out and go crazy for a while. Right. right. So i so. hope. I just hope we just do more more precautionary tests the you know, temperature check, rapid mean more rapid COVID tests. But, uh, uh,
1: we're all still playing it by year.
0: Yeah. Well, if you live like maybe somewhere warm, like we did uh, a lockdown lockdown is kind of but now. But now it's winter time now. We can't put it the whole year indoors. I know. <laughs> that wasn't
1: real. It's getting colder, like going out out we're not gonna see as much of that kind of stuff yeah. because of the it's like the social and or gathering, don't really those restrictions. I think people are still going to be doing stuff like that just since it is cold. So we'll yeah. just like people's houses and sorts of things. So it's just that one kind of right. Yeah. I don't
0: know. Yeah. Yeah, imagine this one, like you, first one year, your family's like usual Christmas dinners or tonight's Christmas dinners.
1: I don't know yet. I don't, I feel like we probably won't. I work Christmas. So Christmas Day or? is that too. Both. Oh, man. Yeah,
0: I remember like, Boxing Day. I
1: remember Boxing
0: Day on a New Year's Day. Oh, uh, was, it- was that? Was New Year's? No New Year's party. Oh man, <laughs> there'll be uh, some, at least some better views in twenty twenty one. That's all I'm asking oh. now. Jeez, it was funny, I was like one thing where we, we were friends, like four. Trevor's first, I like, think Christmas party. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, I was just friends with friends with you guys, and and I uh, was like, you're like, I think mean, you're know, Christmas party. and uh, you. Know, even though I was like, I don't like to give people my, my, my romantic ideas if I can't do it. I'm like, Chris, on like, like Christmas Day, like you got some that sparkling apple juice, and like some, her favorite dessert, and like saucepill. And he never did. I'm like, God, oh, you're a piece. Come on. He's not romantic <laughs> at all. Like, <laughs> I
1: think he's getting. I think he's, he is. He's Oh,
0: man. I, <laughs> you know, so stubborn. He is, but it's the way he is right now. Uh if you want to talk about? Anything else you want to cover? You don't have to.
2: Oh, else I can yeah, do is practice. there I mean,
0: as a nurse with healthcare, I know we kind of um what is like a, a clear message uh, you want me to let people just tell them maybe hey, you want to really know about my message. Wash your
1: freaking hands. How do you do? If you touch something, why <laughs> touch your face, wash your hand. Literally if you touch anything, wash your hand. That's why they
2: think of you your face if you
0: touch something you're
1: Yeah, for sure. But like out in public, blech. don't
0: just don't do it.
1: If you
0: have to, sanitizer. Sanitize. Take your vitamins. Yes. Do some at least a little bit of this. So Drink I
1: water. <laughs>
0: yeah. Eight hours a day. <laughs> yeah.
1: Sleep isn't
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, thank you. Kind of fun. Yeah. Thanks for having me.
1: Last.
0: Yeah. I can't wait till I walk back to watch <laughs> the microphones and video video. we can have couples thing how do you cursor. oh
1: yeah it'd be a lot of
0: fun That's a little good. banter yeah I'd like to ask all your machines ask them the same questions I <laughs> what is he put up yeah well awesome thank you yeah thanks for having
2: me it's a awesome. fun